horses, 18 buffalo, 10 elk, 5 wild Texas steers, 4 donkeys, 2 deer, and 2 bears, not to mention a stagecoach, a replica log cabin, canvas scenery, wagons, 36 brass instruments, rifles, saddles, and more bullets than a man could count, all the way from America. He'd come with hopes of striking it rich, of selling millions of tickets and making millions of dollars. But never in his wildest dreams had he expected this, a command performance ordered by Queen Victoria of England herself. Cody had come a long way from herding cows at $5 a week to performing for royalty. As he watched his troop gather, his mind must have flashed back to the sad boy who'd been forced to go to work full-time after his father's death. Cody claimed that between his 11th birthday and 15th birthday, he freighted wagons across the frontier, survived a starvation winter at Fort Bridger, skirmished with some American Indians and made friends with others, rode the Pony Express, prospected for gold in Colorado, and hunted buffalo on the Great Plains. And he wove all these adventures into his show, giving them titles like Attack on the Settler's Cabin, Buffalo Hunt as it was in the Far West, and Cowboy Fun. Cody reenacted the experiences of his young life for the entertainment of his audiences. And tonight, his audience was the Queen of England herself. His dark brown eyes swept over his troopers. All looked in order. There stood Annie Oakley, little sure shot, her rifle slung over her buckskin-clad shoulder. Behind her, bushy-bearded John Nelson perched atop the old Deadwood stagecoach, the one Cody had won in a coin toss reins in his hands and ready to go. The showman looked for Lillian Smith. Lillian was good with a gun, too, but the flighty 15-year-old sometimes arrived late for performances. Not today, though. There she stood along with champion roper Jim Kid Willoughby and Bronco Charlie Miller, dressed to the nines and raring to go. Behind them, already mounted on horseback, waited Buck Taylor, king of the cowboys, along with his fellow riders. Those boys could ride anything they could get a leg across, bulls, buffalo, horses. And the horses were real buckers. There's nothing fake in my whole show, Cody liked to say. There were more than 90 Lakota men, women, and children, too. Wearing buckskin and feathers, a group of warriors sat bareback on their ponies waiting. Inside the arena, the cowboy band struck up a lively tune. It was time for the grand entrance. Shouting, the Lakota warriors galloped into the arena at breakneck speed, the pounding of their horses' hooves echoing across the wide-open space. Right behind them, six shooters blazing plunged the cowboys, followed by Mexican vaqueros, grizzled frontiersmen, rifle-toting Texas rangers, and detachments dressed as the U.S. cavalry and artillery wildly waving the stars and stripes. Around and around the arena, the performers looped until finally they formed a colorful square. Falling suddenly silent, they turned and faced the queen. There was a suspense-filled pause. Then a trumpet sounded, and in rode Cody. Wheeling his prancing horse before the queen, he came to a quick stop. Charlie reared, standing on his hind legs. In her seat, Queen Victoria politely clapped her lace-gloved hands. Letting the horse down, Cody swept off his big sombrero. The long brown hair that he'd rolled up under it fell down around his shoulders. Now, head held high, Cody prepared to send his deep voice soaring over the grandstand. 
and even though the only people in the grandstand today were the queen, her military escort, and an entourage of aristocrats, he shouted, Welcome, your majesty, to the Wild West. Act One The Boy Will Cody, or Attack on the Settler's Cabin by Indians and Rescue by Buffalo Bill with his Scouts, Cowboys, and Mexicans. Buffalo Bill's Wild West Program, 1894. A Scene from the Wild West The audience leans forward. In the center of the arena sits a log cabin. Behind it, painted scenery depicts thick woods, peaceful green meadows, and sparkling streams. Into this blissful setting steps the weary hunter, rifle slung over his shoulder. His son waves happily to him from the cabin window. His wife, with open arms, welcomes him at the door. The hunter is home at last. There comes a shout. It is a Lakota warrior in paint and feathers. He charges toward the cabin.